The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Main Street Vegan with host Victoria Moran. Victoria is an author, inspirational speaker, and a certified holistic health counselor and vegan lifestyle coach. She's here to entertain, educate, and inspire you on your journey to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Now, let's get this party started. Here's your host, Victoria Moran. Hey there, lovely listeners. I am so grateful that you're with us today. You know what? I'm kind of thinking a lot about gratitude right at this moment. I just feel like everything is such a collaboration and people are so helpful. Right now today, my wonderful assistant, Danielle Legg, just went above and beyond the call. We were having a situation with the newsletter where when we sent our sample, it was saying, This looks dangerous. This looks like fishing. Well, my goodness gracious, I don't even believe in the word fish being a verb in any context. And certainly we weren't trying to do anything bad. So it was just one of those technical, irritating things. And she was so great and so efficient and so on top of things. Thank you, Danielle. You need to know, Danielle, she's going to do great things in this world. You can find her online at This Girl Is Veg, and she is indeed. Lots more gratitude going out to everybody who came to the launch of the Good Karma Diet here in New York City last week. Oh, my gosh, it was such a thrill. Oh, it was so much fun. And all the wonderful uh, eateries, um, Candle Cafe West, Seasoned Vegan, Terry, that I talked about last week, uh, and also Peace Food Cafe that I didn't talk about last week because they came up and, and gave us fabulous macaroons that I didn't even know were coming, and also tree-lined cheese. So thanks to everybody there, and um, thanks to Unity Online Radio for hosting this show. It's a great gift and a great blessing, and I hope it is to you as well. Now, today, we are going to have tons of fun. After the first break, we're going to be talking a little bit like later life, the kind of mm, over 40, over 50, kind of what you need to eat and nutrition. But if you have nutrition questions, regardless of your age, please call in because this is an Ask the Dietitian Day. We'll be speaking with Marty Davy, MSRD. She is La Diva Dietitian. And you can call us at 816-347-5519 with your questions. But right now, we're going to be looking not at the mature part of life, but at the young part of life with everything out there before them. And that is, we're going to talk about summer camp, specifically the yay camp experience, which, oh my gosh, is so exciting If there was a way to um, masquerade as a teenager, I would go myself. (laughs) 
And we're going to be speaking with the founder and director of Yay Camp. That is Nora Kramer. Nora has been a vegan and doing activism on factory farming issues for almost 15 years, including two years promoting veg eating in Texas for Mercy for Animals as a regional coordinator for two statewide ballot initiatives to improve farmed animal welfare and talking to thousands of people about the consequences of factory farming. Recognizing the passion that many young people have for addressing social issues, Nora founded the Youth Empowered Action Camp, Yay Camp, in 2009, a life-changing summer camp for youth activists with locations around the country. And although the young people who come can be passionate about any social justice issue, the camps serve all vegan food. Welcome, Nora. Thanks so much for having me, Victoria. Well, it's absolutely wonderful, always wonderful to hear you. So after years of your vegan activism, what made you want to start working with teenagers? Well, through years of activism, I found that young people tend to be the most open to changing their diets and, in fact, most open to changing their their perspectives. Um, they're maybe not as set in their ways um, as us older folks. And um, young people, I think, are inherently compassionate to animals and are less resigned about the ways of the world, really, I think. So um, for me personally, I feel like young people are inherently compassionate, but our society doesn't really nurture those values. Uh, our schools tend to not really teach about social activism. They're not you know, talking about issues of compassion and, and social justice in most cases. Um, and in a lot of cases, they're not creating an empowering environment where young people feel like they can really see themselves as a change maker. Um, in fact, kids are just trying not to get bullied and, you know, to survive high school. So I think in the absence of a climate where people feel empowered, where people see role models, where pe- uh, who are making a difference, where people understand the consequences of their actions, it is natural, really, that someone who is a compassionate person as a kid might kind of give up and say, oh, I, I'm just one person, I can't really make a difference, what's the point? And then we have adults who, you know, are apathetic and a lot of people can't even bother to vote. So I feel like young people are at that age where they care about these issues when they learn about them and just being provided with um, with information and with a supportive environment and some, some key skills to be able to make a difference, they really get active in a way that uh, is harder for some adults. Oh, this is exciting. So people who are looking for Yay Camp, you can go to yaycamp, Y-E-A, camp.org, and it's the same everywhere. So that's the website, yeacamp.org. Facebook is Yay Camp, Instagram, Yay Camp, Twitter, Yay Camp. Oh, you're so lucky. Nobody got that before you. So you can check out <laughs> what's going on there. But in the meantime, just tell us, what, what's Yay Camp like? Well, Yay Camp is a social justice summer camp for teenagers who want to change the world. Our kids are 12 to 17, and our camps are they're a week long, and we have overnight camps in California, Oregon, and New York for youth activists. And so each of our campers chooses an issue that they care about. We call it their IOI, their issue of importance. And they spend the whole week um, learning about different issues and how those issues are interconnected. Um, They see different examples of social change happening today currently and also learn about past movements. They meet other young people and adult role model activists who care about the same types of things that they do and also introduce them to new causes that maybe they never knew about. Um, We definitely have kids who maybe don't know much about veganism or vegetarianism. And then we have a lot of kids who are really passionate about that issue. And so kids get to learn from each other about about that issue and and other issues they might not have known about. Um, We also have a lot of fun and, um, you know, sing songs and go on hikes and have a dance party and a talent show and, you know, typical 
camp things, and we do skills training. So we do trainings on how to run an effective school club, how to use social media to raise awareness about a cause, how to do fundraising for, for an issue um, that you care about or a cause that, or an organization that's important to you. Um, we do arts activism workshop, and we do workshops on communication and speaking effectively about a cause, especially when you're talking to people who might not agree with you. So by the end of the camp, they feel much more confident. We do a lot of empowerment activities as well, and they really start to see themselves as people who can make a difference, and they create an action plan to take whatever they've been doing to the next level. Some of our kids are totally new to activism, don't even consider themselves activists, um, don't know where to start. And then we have other campers who are kind of rock star activists who have already done you know, a great deal before getting to us. So we're looking to take take them from wherever they are to the next level. That's so exciting. So I love these IOIs. I think we should all have one of those. And uh-huh. what, are, what are some of the projects that campers have done? Oh, my God. They've done so many things. So we've had kids who have gotten vegetarian or vegan options at their school. We have a lot of kids who started school clubs. Um, we've had a lot of kids who have gotten recycling or um, uh, we've gotten a couple kids who've gotten composting at their school, um, and uh, we've got kids who have um, gotten anti-bullying initiatives launched at their school. Um, a lot of our kids go on to intern um, or volunteer with different local organizations. Some of them have gotten involved in political causes. Um, a couple of them were um, interned for a local um, congressional races this past year. Um, some of them have gone to protests. I mean, there's just like an endless list of things that our our campers are doing and it's just every time I hear about something that they're doing I'm just so inspired it gives me so much hope uh you know there's always you can always look at things in a positive or negative way I appreciate you Victoria for always being positive and for me when especially when there's times when you know there's a lot of reasons frankly to be negative um at times um, when I see that there are, you know, 14-year-olds who are organizing at their school and getting other kids active and doing screenings of cowspiracy and, you know, all of these things, it, it, for me, it keeps me going and, and keeps me inspired. That's, that's really exciting. So you say that the food at camp is vegan. What, what are the yep. meals like? So we, call, we consider our food kid-friendly vegan. So there's not a lot of, like, kale and quinoa happening that some adult longtime vegans might, you know, enjoy eating. Um, Our food is, I consider it like similar to a typical summer camp food, but vegan. So we've got like for breakfast is like pancakes and French toast. For lunch, there's like sloppy joes and burritos and veggie burgers and tofurkey sandwiches. And for dinner, you know, pizza or pasta um, and we have amazing desserts like chocolate chip cookies and, uh, you know, cook- cakes. And, I mean, just we have amazing vegan chefs who work at the camp. And then we also have so many companies. I mentioned Tofurky, uh, Amy's, Daya. There's a lot of different, like, pretty much you name it in terms of a vegan food company. They donate a lot of their products to us. So we get to really highlight the best of you know, vegan eating in a way that's really kid-friendly. So especially for kids who aren't vegetarian, who, you know, don't really know what vegan food is, um, we love to be able to showcase, you know, how delicious uh, vegan food is and how it's really not that different from what they're used to. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like camp. Gosh, I like <laughs> camp. And and it wasn't even as cool as, as your camp. So what's <laughs> What's your advice to, to a young person who, who has an ideal? Maybe they're vegan, maybe it's anti-bullying, whatever it is. How can a kid, particularly a kid who's maybe a little bit on the outs, a little bit different, really be a voice for a cause? Hmm. So it's, I think that's it's such a powerful you know, question for all of us to be asking, right? Like, how can we make a bigger difference? I think um, our, I've thought a lot about for myself over the years as an activist, what has made the difference between times when I've been really effective and feeling like I'm making a big difference and times where I've kind of, you know, flailing around and not feeling like I'm making a difference. And I came up with four areas that I feel like we can all cultivate, and we base our curriculum on this. So 
the four areas are knowledge. So that's building up your knowledge base. What are the problems? What are the solutions? Who is making a difference on this issue? How are they doing it? What is the state of affairs, right? The second is building your skills. So looking at, you know, like I mentioned, starting a school club. If that's something that sounds like, oh, that could make a difference, but I don't know where to start, well, obviously you could come to a camp, but there's all kinds of resources online to learn about that. So looking at okay, what are the things that could make a difference and how can I build the skills to be able to do that? The third area is confidence. And I think, you know, all of these build on themselves, but if we don't believe in ourselves and have the confidence that we can make a difference, it can really be a non-starter. So we as a society, I think, have a lot of work to do to really build up our own self-esteem and do that for the people around us, to really, like, believe in ourselves and, and love on the people around us so that we all feel better about ourselves and can be more empowered in the things that we do. And so that's the fourth area is community. And so you were saying, you know, if someone feels kind of alone, I think that is such a challenge for us. We have a lot of kids who are, say that they're the only person at their school who cares about this issue. And in a lot of cases, I actually think that's not true. I think they, there are other people who care. They just might not know them. Um, or, you know, and other people might know that not even know that they care, right? So being on the lookout for community, trying to find your tribe, as well as to inspire other people to get involved. And part of that is also reaching out to national organizations. Um, there's so many great groups who are doing important work, and there's all kinds of campaigns to get involved with. And ultimately just believing in ourselves and believing that, you know, change is not only possible but inevitable. I mean, we've come so far. We live in a society where gay marriage is now, you know, the norm in most states, where 10 years ago that was, you know, barely thinkable, right? I mean, we have, we've achieved so many um, advancements uh, in so social justice in our, in our country that, um, you know, seeing ourselves as, as part of that movement and as a critical part of that movement who can make a difference in our own communities, at our own schools if we're a student, um, in our own office place, in our own town, um, and, and knowing that, that our, our role that we play is, uh, is critical in that tapestry, I think is um, something that keeps me going. Wow. Well, honestly, truly, truly, Nora, if you didn't check ID, I would come to camp. But for everybody who <laughs> is between 12 and 17, go to yeacamp.org, yeacamp on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, there are limited spaces available in the camps in California, Oregon, and New York. So uh, send your kids, send your grandkids, tell your neighbors, uh, come yourself if you're 12 to 17. Thanks so much, Nora Kramer. Stay with us for Marty Davey, registered dietitian and a diva at that. Online Radio brings you inspiring programs on a variety of spiritual topics. Giving to the network is now easier than ever. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. You can make a one time or recurring donation. Your gifts help us offer enriching spiritual programs that reach listeners around the world. Text Unity Radio to 72727. Thank you for your support. What if you could experience vibrant health, help heal the planet? 
and be a great friend to God's animal kingdom through simple choices you make at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Authors Victoria and Adair Moran say you can do this easily, affordably, and deliciously in their new book, Main Street Vegan. Everything you need to know to eat healthfully and live compassionately in a real world. Loaded with practical tips, straightforward information, and fabulous recipes, Main Street Vegan will help you on your journey toward a plant-based diet. The perks include more energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, feeling younger as you grow older, and maybe even a boost to your spiritual life. Purchase Main Street Vegan from BN.com, Amazon.com, or your favorite bookseller. of spiritually conscious living start now for a time-tested method to live with purpose and release your infinite potential tune in to the yoga hour living the eternal way with yogacharya ellen grace o'brien every thursday morning at 10 a.m central 8 a.m pacific only on unity online radio the voice of an awakening world listening to Main Street Vegan with Victoria Moran. If you have questions or comments about today's topic or any other area of interest, we invite you to follow Victoria underscore Moran on Twitter or email her at MainStreetVegan at UnityOnlineRadio.org. Now, back to Main Street Vegan. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. And for those of you who do happen to be listening live, I know most of you are podcast people out there walking your dog and running on the treadmill and doing all these wonderful podcasty things. But if you are a live listener, give us a call, 816-347-5519, and you can ask your nutrition question of Marty Davy. MSRD, La Diva Dietitian. Marty is amazing. She has an acting background, so if you can ever see her perform, and quite frankly, every lecture she gives, every presentation, every class she teaches is like a performance. In fact, it is a performance. And she's also the author of a brand new ebook, which is so much fun. And at first when she was thinking of this, I thought, why why an ebook? Why not a book book? And then you can have a digital edition. And but Marty is an actor. And so she wanted an interactive book. And it is just the most fun, really solid information, fabulous recipes. And it is called You're Not Dead Yet. Nutrition for the Over 50 Crowd. Welcome, Marty Davy. Well, thank you. Um, I feel like now I walk on water and glow in the dark. <laughs> well, I think you've done that for a while. <laughs> so tell us about the new book. Why Why an ebook, and why for people of a certain age? Well, I, um, I was at a conference and one of the speakers didn't show up. And um, I had just done a class where I had to put a presentation together about elderly nutrition, older adult nutrition. And so I said, hey, um, you don't have this person tomorrow. I have a presentation. Would this work? And it did. And people came to me afterwards and said, nobody talks about this. Nobody talks about being older and really what the shifts are. So I said, oh, well, that's a kind of a thing. And um, I'm a very visual person. And I, um, I wrote the, I wrote the book because the fact that I come from a big Irish Catholic family and we don't have any sacred cows. So, um, we really laugh about everything. And I, I feel like there's an elephant in the room when you start talking about being over 50. And, uh, and I wanted to explore that. Well, it sounds like a pretty fine elephant. So why, why ebook? And why, why didn't you just write a book book and um, let us all turn pages? Whoops. Okay, we seem to have lost Marty. 
she is out there in rural Pennsylvania and said, you know, sometimes when it rains, the Internet gives out. So I'll just chat with you until she returns. (laughs) In the meantime, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my experience with um, being over 50. Oh, my gosh, I'm so over 50. But you know what I found is that you just put life into your body and you get life back. There is something about drinking a green juice or having one of those smoothies that's pink or purple or green or oh heck brown if it's real chocolate and you just feel like you're 20 again and maybe could sneak into yay camp so that's what i have to say about that and i think marty is back on the line and she's going to tell us what she has to say are you with us marty i am i miss you also well you know it was hard but i i tried to editorialize and keep people entertained so you were telling us why the interactive ebook format? Um, because I'm a very visual person, and if you know Ladiva Dietitian, um, Ladiva is a um, an international YouTube video star, and she puts out four videos every month. Three of them, at least, are video recipes, and the other one might be a shopping tip or a cooking tip or something like that. And I really wanted people to be tactile about this. You know, I read how to be a groovy person in some way or another, either nutrition or whatever it is. And I get to the end of the chapter and I kind of go, wow, I really want to do that, you know, whatever that is. And, and then I got to figure out how to put it in my life. So what I wanted to do was at the end of each chapter, let's say that you're reading the chapter about calcium. And you're thinking, wow, I really want to make sure that I, you know, get calcium in a really healthy way. How do I do that? Well, there are three recipes that are specific to that chapter at the end of every single chapter. So when you're reading about calcium, you'll hear our three recipes that really are specific to helping you make sure that you're getting a healthy dose and you're getting a healthy source of calcium. And then you click on them and it brings you right to the recipe. But some of us are kitchen challenged. And you look at a recipe and go, okay, how do I make that work? And um, if you've ever seen Ladiva Dietitian, she constantly has a martini glass. So at the bottom of the page is a martini glass and clicks you right to a video of Ladiva making the recipe. So if you're a little skeptical about, oh, can I do this, you can literally cook right with Ladiva. Wow. So for people who are not familiar with your work, they might think that it's a little bit strange. Most of my guests don't speak of themselves in the third person. So so let's just give a little intro. Marty Davey, master's degree, registered dietitian. Tell mm-hmm. us who she is, and then tell us who this other person is, the one with the 1950s hair and the martini glass, La Diva. Well, um, I did a radio show, and I like to have a lot of fun, and I realized that people, when they get uh, medical information, they really want to have a sense like, oh, I can trust this person. And so I couldn't make as many jokes. So when I'm doing Marty Davey, who generally comes through and says something uh, during the, um, the videos that Ladiva does, it's very nutrition, and it's very researched, and it's, okay, so this is, you know, uh, these are the issues that you get if you're going to drink uh, cow's milk. So they're very factual. And I want people to realize that everything is based in science. So I have, when I do um, presentations, you know, as Marty Davey, there's, there's a lot of science. I want to make it fun, but I want you to understand that this is based on a lot of research. Ludiva Dietitian is an entirely different person, and she is just totally into having her girlish figure, and she follows a no-cholesterol diet that will keep her having a girlish figure, and that's her priority, and um, she likes to have a lot of fun. She also really likes immersion blenders. Um, and she, and I, and I thought what would be really, really fun? I mean, how could I make cooking fun? I'm really, 
I really feel badly that we have turned nutrition into this guilt trip. So how can I make it not a guilt trip? Well, how about we have really yummy recipes that are really easy by somebody who is just having a blast in the kitchen. And in fact, the first thing you'll see if you go on to Ladiva Dietitian on the YouTube channel is Ladiva Dances. And she dances for about 20 seconds. And I know that she can dance because uh, La Diva and Marty, sometimes changing uh, persona, uh, teach for Main Street Vegan Academy. And there's always dancing. There's always music. Everybody just loves you to pieces and learns so much from you. So now with this new book, this is a way that people can have more La Diva and more incredible recipes. Oh, my gosh. Now, tell us just right up here up front so I don't forget that there is some kind of a special on purple carrot. Right. Uh, Purple carrot, um, I liked them. I tried them. Um, They are a a vegan meal delivery system. And what they do, I really like this, okay, because I don't like somebody handing me frozen meals, first of all, because they're frozen, and second of all, because I might not like something that you like. Like maybe you like stuff that's not as spicy. What they do is um, you go onto their website and they have, four, um, they have four main courses that you can choose from and you get two of them. And they send you the, um, uh, they send the ingredients pre-measured to your house. And you get eight servings in these two meals. It, it's a lot of food. And um, I really liked them. I thought it was well-priced, and I called them up, and I said, hey, you know what? I'm going to be putting out this ebook, and I really like your service. I would like to also help people get food delivered right to their house. And so they will give a 50% discount on your first order, which is pretty amazing. So you, if you purchase a book, then I send you a code. You put that in, and you get your purple carrot meals for 50% off the very first uh, order that you have. Ah, that's cool. Now, is that yeah. just in, in the Northeast? Is this all over America, other as far countries? As I know, it's Where all over is America. It? It's, they, okay. Nobody said to me anywhere, as far as I know. It's, it's okay. all over the United States, which is pretty groovy. Yeah, purplecarrot.com. Is that right? Um, yes, and what's great about them also is the fact that it's all vegan. They're very good recipes, and um, Ladiva actually might be doing some recipes with them. Oh. So if you actually order from them, the book is basically free for how much money you save on that order. Yeah, yeah, that's very cool. And then the book we get from LaDivaDietitian.com or Amazon or where? You can get it from LaDivaDietitian.com. It's going to be coming out on Amazon, okay, um, but not quite yet. Okay. And I just have to reformat it and pop it onto Amazon. Right. Um, and, but, and, it, mm-hmm. and it is called You're Not Dead Yet. Yeah, you're not dead yet. By Marty Davey. Yeah, because every second of your life is a chance to turn into a different direction. Every Mm -hmm. single second. And we know that, you know, if you have had a cardiac event and and you're, you know, 60 years old, and you decide, I'm going to bring more plants into my life, I'm going to bring more plant foods into my life, you can change a whole lot, even at that point. Your body is really, really smart. It's so true. Whenever I hear somebody say I'm too old, it's almost like it would be like if somebody was hitting himself on the head with a hammer and he says, I'm too old to stop. (laughs) I know. I know. I remember my mother saying to me, I don't want to take one more pill. And I said, well, that's okay, mom. Maybe you could just eat this, you know, this chocolate pudding that I made that's really yummy and really healthy for you. Uh Like who doesn't want to do, you know, Puddings or pill or pills. I mean, that's a kind of a bad plan. So, yeah, I I totally agree, and I've seen it. I mean, it, yeah. it's it's amazing to me what I what I have seen people just by a little bit of of shifting their life. They yes. bring in so much. Well, I want to ask you about the nutrition changes, nutrition challenges when people get older. When you had the little technical te- snafu and and we're gone, I was telling people that for me. It was really getting more colorful, lively foods into my life. That really happened probably when I was about 57. I just felt the need. You know what? If you want things to keep going forward, you're just going to need to eat more 
green, red, and purple food, and maybe not quite so much brown food, even though brown has a place, and that's good too. And that was a great turnaround for me. So from your point of view, as a registered dietitian, knowing facts, what are the changes in nutrition when a person gets to be 50 or 60 or 40 or whatever they feel is over the hill? Um, well, first of all, we know some things that happen uh, over 50. One of the, and I'm just going to touch on a few things um, cause not, because I don't want people to think it's overwhelming. I really can't stand when someone says, okay, this is my 10-point presentation. Um, <laughs> One of the the very first thing I always want people to do when they're over fifty is to take vitamin B twelve. And um, be, if you are a vegan, you definitely need to take B twelve. But we don't. B twelve is actually made. Um, I don't want to go into the biochemistry of it, even though I love talking about biochemistry. Um, but basically, you make it. You don't eat it. Let's just suffice it to say that. And if your face doesn't look as fresh as it did when you were 22, your digestive tract has had the same little wrinkling effect. And it doesn't absorb things as well. It doesn't make things as well. And you want B12 because if you don't have it, you have a buildup of a substance. It's called homocysteine. There's not a test. And that buildup substance is actually a, a neural and a cardiac toxin. So it attacks your cardiac tissue and it attacks the myelin sheathing around your nerves. The myelin sheathing is kind of like the duct tape that goes around your nerves. And what it does is it, it eats that away. So when people have dementia or early onset dementia, when people start feeling like, oh, I'm 50, I start getting more depressed all the time, a lot of that could be because of the fact that you don't have enough B12. And, and we have really good studies that show when people take B12, which 2,000 micrograms a week um, or between somewhere around 70 micrograms a day, uh, you will feel a lot better. Things happen for you. And, uh, and you build your B12 up. And you can have a B12 test. I always think it's always good to get a test. I'm a medical person. Um, that's why I have all those letters, that alphabet soup after my name. Um, but the other thing is that if you're 50, we pretty much know B12. And what's also really groovy about B12 is that it, um, it uh, is water-soluble. So you can't take too much. Your body will just, you'll urinate it out if nothing else. Does that make sense? It does. Um, an- another oh, thing... Qu- that- question, oh, question, though. Okay. I, I do have a question. Yeah. You said 2,000 micrograms a week. Now, mm-hmm. I have heard, and probably our listeners have heard, that all the B vitamins are water-soluble. Well, and you just said that, so you don't hold on to any excess. But if you're taking 2,000 at one time, don't you get rid of some of it? Or are you better off taking it more often? Um, actually, you store a little bit in your duodenum. So uh, you can, what, what I do, this is what I personally do, is I take 1,000 on Wednesday and 1,000 on Saturday. And if you take it like that, you will not have a problem um, because you'll, you store just a little bit. Okay. So. so. So however you take it, as long as you're getting about 2,000 every seven days, you're right. good. And the, and the difference, like some people go, wait a minute, if I'm you know, going to be taking between like 50 and 100, blah, 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 that might not equal 2,000. Don't worry about it. It's it's. It's just because of the storage aspects when you're getting a larger dump. And to keep it simple, because I'm really big on keep it simple, if you're a, if you're a, a daily person, then you should be taking somewhere around 50 to 100. And if you are a weekly person, which I am, I can't remember to do anything on a daily basis, um, then 1,000 two times a week will cover you. Okay. Thank you so much. All right, that was the first of the 10-point plan that you're not going to give us. Uh- <laughs> the, the second thing, the, the other thing that changes, which, um, of course, when, you are, um, uh, when you're a, a vegan, everybody always asks you, you know, what about your protein content? And I always say, oh, you know, please, if you eat enough, and this comes back to your point about the variety of foods, because I just answered this on a, on a chat, um, if you're going to eat a variety of foods, you're going to cover your nutrient needs. 
because you have to think of foods as a whole. A lot of times when we do research studies, it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to study calcium like this, and then I'm going to study zinc like that. But the reality is we don't even know how a whole apple actually works. We know that it has different components in it, but we don't know how it works. So when you're eating all these different colors, it's as if your body has all of these different mechanisms. It has, it has all the pieces to the puzzle in all different types of ways, and your body is really, really smart, and it knows how to put together what you need. Going back to your protein, your protein, source go, your protein needs go up just a little bit. I mean, I'm talking about like two-tenths of a gram per pound. It's a tiny bit. But all it means is that let's say that you've been having um, uh, rice milk for breakfast, okay? And rice milk has one gram of protein. And you've been having just Bob's pretty good cereal. You don't really care what it is. When you're over 50, you want to have protein go through the day because you don't absorb it as well. So you just kind of want to base it out so that you're having a good source of breakfast and lunch and dinner, which you probably will if you're eating a variety of foods. And like I will have either an almond milk that has five grams of protein at breakfast, or I might have a piece of tempeh bacon, which I didn't have before, um, or I might do soy milk because, again, that has a higher protein content. Um, and so, I, so instead of just, oh, I'm going to grab that banana and walk out the door, which used to make me happy, now I'm just kind of like, well, maybe I'm going to make a smoothie. So I'm going to put you know, some of this protein stuff in with my banana and some more fruit so I know I'm getting lots of different colors, plus I'm getting a little protein boost. And at lunch, I'm going to make sure that I have some black beans at lunch in my salad. And I'm going to make sure that it's going to be enough to make me satisfied. So, um, you know, and that's how you're going to look at it. If you are between, if you're like me, okay, I'm 5'5 five five and I weigh 125 pounds. One of those things is true. Um, I need 46 grams of 40, yeah, 46 grams of protein when I'm between 19 and 49 years old. But when I hit 50, it just pops up to 54 grams. It's really not a big difference. But what you want to do is just make sure that maybe you're getting more concentrated protein. So maybe you are going to do some beans or maybe you are going to do some tempeh or maybe you are going to do some quinoa or something like that. And just make sure that you're including that with your meal. Mm, that is so interesting because the, the differences are subtle. But when we were talking to Nora before about the menu at the Yay Camps, she was talking about kid food and food that probably has, you know, more fat and more salt than somebody your age or my age would want to be eating. But it's perfectly appropriate for 12 to 17 year olds. And you're talking about something that is equally delicious and that you could sit around the table with people of all ages and eat. But it's just that little boost that's appropriate for people over 50. All is well. And you know what? We need to take a break. But we're going to come back with more of LadivaDietitian.com, Ms. Marty Davy RD, right after this. He's the most talked about figure in history. How do you see Jesus? As a savior? A way shower? A mythical hero. In his cutting-edge new book, Jesus 2.1, an upgrade for the 21st century, Reverend Dr. Thomas Shepard explores the many human concepts of Jesus. The man of Nazareth has been an imaginary spiritual playmate for millions. Best friend, confidant, silent lover, surrogate father, brother, husband, trusted king when earthly governments fail, all-purpose superhero who will save the day before the final credits roll. Jesus is like a program that has been adapted through the ages while the basic code remains undisturbed despite all subsequent modifications. Now it is our time to rewrite and reinstall the Jesus program with updates for today, just as every previous generation has done and every subsequent generation will do. The Romans killed Jesus for being a revolutionary. Every succeeding generation kills him anew by losing sight of the ongoing revolution in human consciousness that he represents. Explore the new book, Jesus 2.1, at www.shopunity.org.
Many people believe that happiness is an addition problem. If we can add what we want to our life, then we will be happy. In reality, happiness is a subtraction problem. It is learning to subtract all that has kept us from being happy. What thought, fear, or belief is keeping you from being happy? Let it go from your mind and watch how much happier you become. Let go of the past. Release regret and resentment, and you'll be free to move forward and create the life you deserve. This moment of inspiration was brought to you by Reverends Richard Mirage and Richard Rogers, hosts of Spiritual R&R. For more spiritual insight, join them every Monday at 5 p.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for Main Street Vegan. Here is your host, Victoria Moran. Welcome back to the Main Street Vegan Show. I'm Victoria Moran. I'm the author of Main Street Vegan, the author of a new book called The Good Karma Diet. And we're here today talking with someone about her new book, her fabulous new ebook called You're Not Dead Yet. Nutrition for the Over 50 Crowd, and that is Marty Davy, MSRD. She is LaDivaDietitian.com, and that's where you can find the book. You can also find her in action on YouTube at Ladiva Dietitian. And she's just the coolest woman. She's talking to us right now, and then she's going to drive across the country to Omaha. Mm-hmm. You're going to eat some good food out there in Omaha. I'm I'm very psyched. I am very psyched. This is great. I'm going to be noshing across America. You are indeed. And, you know, it used to be for vegans. It wasn't like, oh, gosh, I'm driving to Omaha. Yum, yum. But (laughs) it is. It is today. I mean, Omaha has a wonderful restaurant by uh, vegan uh, cookbook author, uh, Issa Chandra Moskowitz. And not too far is Kansas City with Cafe Gratitude and Eden Alley. And, and then down in Tulsa, that beautiful, um, I think it's called 118 Raw Food Restaurant. So um, it's all good. We're getting out there. Now, we had some questions, Marty, that came in uh, before you came on. And one of them, a Facebook person, had written in and said, I'm worried about soy. Is soy bad for me? Is it? Um, okay. If you have a soy allergy, if you have a for real soy allergy, well, obviously, no. It's, it's not good for you because the fact you've got an allergy to it. However, for the rest of us, soy is actually really great. Um, one of the issues that people bring up all the time is that soy, have, uh, soy has phytoestrogens. And so having an overabundance of estrogens in the body for women um, can be a risk, a huge risk for breast cancer. But the key word here is phytoestrogen, which means it's a plant estrogen. It's not like you. You are not a plant. As much as I might love you and I love plants, you're not the same. So it, it's like you have a copy of a key that doesn't quite work in the lock. And what happens is that this phytoestrogen will go to the receptor, like the lock, that um, regular, the estrogen that that a human body puts out would fit into. But instead of the human estrogen going in, the phytoestrogen from the soy will go in and will close off that receptor. And so actually what we know from research is that soy decreases the risk for breast cancer, for prostate cancer, and is actually really excellent for people who are breast cancer survivors. So, um, and I... Uh, and I am using those, I'm saying this for um, like edamame, tofu, and tempeh. When you're talking about all the mock meats, the mock meats can have a lot of different issues, which doesn't mean that you can't have them. But I would prefer that if somebody, you know, if you're going to a barbecue and you want to take a, you know, tofu beer bread with you or something like that, great. But I wouldn't have it on a daily basis. But if you're going to be having edamame, it's great. It's really as close to nature as you can get the way the soybean came out. And we've known for a few thousand years 
that in Asia, people have been doing really, really well using soy. Great answer. Thank you so much. And then another question that uh, came in actually a while ago, and we've been holding on to it until we did another dietitian show, and that is, can sugar be addictive? Yes. <clears throat> sugar is very addictive. Um, if you were, I was going to say, oh, I, I lived in Manhattan too long, and, I'm, and I want to um, realize that you have a lot of people who, don't use the vernacular that we use in New York. Um, if if someone you know is a heroin addict and they overdose and they end up in the hospital, and so we get them in the ER in the hospital, and we're going to pump them through full of this stuff called Narcan. Um, while they're on Narcan, the Narcan is an opiate blocker. So heroin is an opiate. And so it blocks the opiate receptors or like where the, you know, where the heroin goes in and makes you feel all happy, that gets blocked. So you would not be interested in any heroin. You also are not interested in any cheese or any milk or any chocolate or any sugar. All of those things go to the same receptors and they... Um, I wouldn't say that you're going to get high on cheese, but in a sense you do. It hits the little happy receptors. And so that's why it's very difficult for people to come off of sugar because of the fact that you literally are getting off that addiction. The same thing that happens with people who are um, lacto-ovo-vegetarians who now decide, okay, I really want to be vegan because I really, you know, um, I had a lifestyle change. And they say, oh, I can't give up the cheese. It literally has stuff in it that hits those little receptors, and you literally are, you know, having a withdrawal. Now, it's not as dramatic as something like heroin, but you are having withdrawal. That's so fascinating, and so much out in the popular press these days acts like sugar is the only bad thing we can consume. Is it absolutely the worst thing? No. I will, you know, it kind of depends on what... Okay, so this goes back to my philosophy of food. What do you want your food to do for you? If you cannot give up sugar, if you are like, wow, every day I have to have, you know, my five Hershey bars, then, uh, then it's a problem. But we get sugars from fruit all the time. However, it's couched in fiber and a lot of other stuff usually. And so I always figure, what do you want your food to do for you? Because for somebody... It may be fat or cholesterol that is the bigger issue than sugar is. So I don't want to just dump it on one food because the fact that I really like to take, and this is what I do in my private practice, I really want to talk to you and figure out what's going on with you. Um, so you need to look at what are the problem foods in your life, which could be breads. It could be all kinds of different things. Okay. And then we also want to look at the great foods, and those would be... Oh, my gosh. Green, green, green. Oh, and then there's greens. And then if I'm sorry, I always forget to mention the greens, but then there's some greens. Um, greens are really, really fabulous for you. You will find that if you haven't been eating greens and you start eating greens, you will become a little addicted to them and your skin generally looks better. Um, that's one of the things that I found. Uh, I also look at people, um, just lots of different colors. Just you're, You should have a whole rainbow of food every day. And... Think about what really turns you on when you look at a, uh, when you walk into the store. Like, I love all the different colors of produce. I just think it's really pretty. And I think there's a reason why if you ask an artist, they'll tell you they'll, they're going to sell more uh, paintings of flowers and fruits than just about anything else because people just automatically are drawn to those really great um, produce. Well, I think that's that's why when a, a vegan eats with a lot of omnivores and the omnivores will say, I should have ordered that because <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah. Marty, we have just two minutes left. I can't believe this. And you have something to say about genes. If we get sick, isn't it our genes fault? This is what uh, this is something that if you read the book, you'll get. Uh, first of all, I have a picture of my great aunts in there, who they are. They were really great. I love them. They were wonderful women. But you'll see that I do not come from people who are, you know, five foot nine and weigh 150 pounds. And I really want to put in people's heads that my gene pool is a disaster zone. But 
the fact that I outlived a number of my first cousins and they had already passed away when I passed over the finish line of a marathon is because I changed my lifestyle. And I really want people to, to think about the fact that you are really, really in control. And that's so important. Well, amen to that. And I love how you do it with spice, with humor, with entertainment, and the occasional martini. The book <laughs> is You're, You're Not Dead Yet, Nutrition for the Over 50 Crowd. You can find that and lots more at LaDivaDietitian.com. She's also on YouTube. And remember our earlier guest, Nora Kramer, and the Yay Camps, Y-E-A Camp. Dot org and online everywhere. Thank you, Marty Davy. Thank you, Jeff Comfort and Unity Online Radio. Everybody, God bless you and eat your green and other colored veggies. Thank you for listening to Main Street Vegan. Join us every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time as Victoria Moran entertains, educates, and inspires you on your vegan journey. This program is sponsored by Main Street Vegan. To learn more about Victoria or to explore training with Main Street Vegan Academy as a vegan lifestyle coach, go to www.mainstreetvegan.net. That's www.mainstreetvegan.net. At Metaphysical Romp 2, we demystify metaphysics to help you live life at a deeper level. One of our key principles is the recognition that you always have the power to choose how you respond to any situation. Instead of asking, why did this happen to me? A better practice, which aligns with the metaphysical principles we share, is to ask yourself the question, how can I use this for good? We promise you'll experience a transformation in thinking that will reap huge dividends as you master the art of living metaphysically. For new perspective and spiritual insight, listen to Metaphysical Romp 2 with co-hosts Rev. Paul Hasselbeck, Rev. Bill Holton, and Rev. Cher Holton. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time, here on Unity Online Radio. Inspiration only takes a moment. We invite you to focus your attention inward with these words from Elizabeth Searle Lamb. This is a new day. Lead your conscious mind to that still haven of your soul where your indwelling Christ opens wide the doorway of your heart. At once, mind, soul, and body, you are flooded with the light and love of God. You are lifted high above this earthly plane and filled with the radiance of spirit. Send this love and light on to those whom you hold dear so that it may uplift, heal, and comfort them. As you send this radiance on, you are filled with a new sense of God's power, and you release this power to the whole world to uplift, guide, and bless all people. A day's tasks await you. But God is with you, and with God's help, all shall be done perfectly. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. The benefits of spiritually conscious living start now. For a time-tested method to live with purpose and release your infinite potential, tune in to the Yoga Hour Living the Eternal Way with Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Spirit of Recovery is the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth. Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., interviews down-to-earth guests who share with you how they keep going and growing in recovery. 
Spirit of Recovery is the place to get practical tips and join in lively discussions on topics that matter to recovering people. This program welcomes everyone who wants to know more about recovery. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time on Spirit of Recovery, where we talk about what keeps you growing. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.